Good morning, folks. Uh, welcome to our worship service. Uh, this morning is my turn to share this meditation with you. As you know, we continue in the pulpit preaching the series on the Kingdom of God. And the topic given to me is Kingdom Way, Small and Silent, Yet Substantial and Significant. Kingdom Way, Small and Silent, Yet Substantial and Significant. And the scripture text for us to meditate on is taken from Luke chapter 13, verses 18 to 19. And let me read to you. He said, Therefore, what is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air make the nests in its branches. This is the word of the Lord. Thank be to God. And let us pray. God our Heavenly Father, we want to submit this time of meditation to you and pray that you grant us a meaningful time to understand your word, your teaching, so as to enrich our faith in you, that we know the Lord, your word is alive in us. So bless this moment that we have. In Jesus' loving name we pray. Amen. As you know, the Lord is using a parable to convey to us the kingdom work. And you know, parable is an earthly language with a heavenly meaning. Uh, interestingly, the Lord this morning, using Luke chapter 13 to remind us the master seed to teach about the kingdom of God. Of course, you look at the text itself, the whole intent of Jesus was to remind his audience never to underestimate the smallness of the seed, what the seed can do and can develop into. Bearing in mind, the seed itself eventually will grow and grow into a very big tree where birds can build their nest on. Interestingly, in another occasion, you find the Lord himself also used the master's seat to teach about our faith in God. Uh, this, is, this can be found in Matthew 17, verse 20. I'm reading from you in the New King James Version. So Jesus said to them, <clears throat> Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith like a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. You see, the Lord was very sure about how to apply the mustard seed in our lives. And here in Matthew 17, He even reminded us, that if we have the faith of that small seed, we can move mountain. 
Of course, this is uh, simply doesn't mean that the seed itself will do the job of moving the mountain. Rather, it is your faith in God that enables us to move mountain, a kind of obstacle that you and I are facing today. I believe this, I believe this is a very assuring coming from God that with the faith that we have, we can even move mountain. Of course, mountain is really referring the obstacles that we are facing or some of the difficult time that we are going through today. So, beloved, well, be assured that God's word to us that you have that little faith that mountain can be removed. And so we believe that you will start small, just like the master seed, and you'll see God's hands will be upon us. In fact, when we talk about the smallest kind of item in our lives, or the small way that we take, be assured that scripture has revealed to us, even in Jesus' own ministry, that we discover he had a very humble beginning, simply because he just recruited only 12 disciples, the common folks, the fishing people or fishermen, to be his first group of disciples to continue his mission. Just imagine only 12 men that Jesus had recruited for his mission here on earth. Uh, interestingly, you realize that after Jesus' uh, ascension in Acts chapter 1, he completely left the task to these 12 disciples to continue his mission. And in Acts chapter 2, we discover when Peter, the outspoken disciple, gave his first sermon, 3,000 souls were saved into the kingdom of God. Just imagine one simple, I would say, sermon, talk about the life of Jesus, the 3,000 believers were added into the community. And from henceforth, the church grew from strength to strength. As the saying goes, literally, the disciples turned the world upside down. Just 12 of them. So I believe there are many lessons concerning the kingdom of God before us. But let me this morning share with you two areas. The first area is the kingdom of God is seen in our giving and sharing ministry. And the second lesson is the kingdom of God is seen in the rule. God coming to us, God reigns over us. And let me first begin with the first point about the giving and sharing ministry. Now, many of us realize we are in the midst of a crisis, COVID-19. Somehow, many of us are affected in many ways. Just to share some, uh, we heard restaurants have to close, jobs are lost, hotels occupying rates have dropped 
to 80 to 90 percent. And not to mention many airlines are grounded, including our well-beloved SIA. To some, even our health is affected. And so you can see the lease uh, can go on. But we thank God that amidst of such pandemic, we can see some silver linings. You will notice our government is very is working very hard to keep our economy going so that lives and our livelihood will not be so badly affected. And it is also reported that the giving by Singaporeans to charity community had increased better than last year. Like one report here says, from January to May this year, 2020, 90,090,000 was donated to the community chest at the Community Foundation of Singapore's Sayang Sayang Fund, which was set up in February. And through online donation platform, Giving Singapore, this amount was about equal to overall donations received by the entire 2019 last year, according to the Ministry of Culture, uh, Community of Youth and Ministry and Social Family Development, gave in a joint statement in June. So you can see how, uh, in spite of such uh, crisis, Singaporeans are able to share their wealth with one another. And then on top of this, we realize that our medical team and the caregivers have contributed to our community, especially to those who are affected with the virus. We thank God for the love and commitment to the patients. With these efforts, you realize the world will recognize how we Singapore can be a united people to face the crisis together. At the same time, we are also uh, grateful that churches and individual Christians had involved in such giving by distributing and blessing the community, especially to the elderly with food and the essential items. Uh, we praise God for such giving and sharing ministry. And in a local church, Amokyo Matri Church, we are very proud of the fact that our church, under the uh, JMC arrangement, our joint management arrangement, we also work out the Rock Sleepers temporary project, where we as a church could provide shelter to some four to six person to have a place to sleep. Now, although it was a very small way or effort that we put in, but I believe, folks, the kingdom has shown up. The kingdom has shown up. Somehow, we have represented the Lord very well, even though it was a very small way. Just like the Lord Jesus said, the master seed. The kingdom has shown up. So I believe somehow even the gospel seed 
is shown among these people as we minister to their welfare. And we believe God has ministered His grace to them. To God be the glory. Another reference I'd like to just make in a, by way of uh, introducing the kingdom of God is you see from the biblical point about the feeding of the multitudes with the five loaves of bread and two fish, a very familiar event. And here we discover Jesus saw the crowd with compassion. And he not only healed the sick, but also fed them. Uh, what the Lord has done was indeed he only used five loaves and two fish to bless the crowd. But don't forget the reaction by the disciples then was to tell the Lord, there were too many of these people, we cannot afford to help them. As recorded in Mark chapter 6, verse 37, they say it may even take eight months of salary to feed them. And the conclusion was, Lord, the best way was to send them back. But that was not Jesus' ministry. The Bible say the Lord did something. A miracle happened. Praise be to God. The kingdom showed up. And it was such a great impact to the multitude. Now I make a reflection here. I believe God knows our limit. As we place it before God, He will make it big for us. You see the disciples noticed they could not do much with the crowd. But when we place it, the item, small as it is, the Lord were able to make it. And God even worked beyond our limitation because I believe nothing can stop the growing of God's work or God's kingdom in our midst. Amen. And I also want to share with you these uh, notes that I picked up when I came across the commentary from Professor William Parker. Uh, a great biblical scholar had written the whole series of the commentaries and he wrote something about feeding the 5,000. It was mentioned in the context of John chapter 6 where you realize in this passage a young boy's lunch was used to feed the multitude with the five loaves of fish, uh, five loaves of bread and two fish and I like to paraphrase what Professor William Barclay said. According to him, Jesus knows what we can bring to him. And it, not, and it may not be much of what he needs. The world may be skeptical about miracles after miracles. But coupled with the reluctancies of the ways we offer ourselves to Him, to God, what we have or what we are, somehow we always hold back. 
However, as we lay ourselves on the altar of His service, there is no end to what Jesus can do and do through us. In fact, we could even feel embarrassed that we have not much to offer to Jesus. And don't be surprised that the little we can offer is always much in the hands of Jesus. Let me repeat. And don't be surprised that the little we can offer this is always much in the hands of Jesus. Amen. A small reflection here again, that God is not seeking the huge contribution or big project, but we thank God for all these contributions. But I believe God is seeking quietly from your hearts what do you can offer to Him? Or what do you have to offer to Him? I guess this is more important because God's kingdom will be manifested in our midst. And coupled with that, miracles can happen. Miracles can happen. And let me now move to the second point to share with you. The kingdom of God is to be seen in the rule of God or the reign of God in us. Now let me go back to Acts chapter 2 about Peter's preaching first sermon. And you'll notice after preaching, the people responded and they cried out because the Bible said they were cut to their hearts as they heard Peter. And they kind of appealed to Peter and say, what shall we do? And straight away, Peter's response was, repent and be baptized. Meaning, you must turn from your old way and seek a new way in God. Trusting God to transform your life <coughs> and have a new beginning with God meaning you will learn to put your past behind you, putting your bad habits, as even the Bible will say, sin no more, that you will experience a new transformation of God in you through His Word. And I must make a reference here to say that I'm glad that last few weeks, we as a church, I conducted a baptism service, our baptism service to our people by pouring. And we know baptism, we want to affirm, is the one way that we can publicly declare our faith in God through Jesus Christ. Openly identifies ourselves in Him. And here the gospel songs will remind us the world behind us the cross before me, no turning back, no turning back. And so you can see the transformation here that we are entering a new phase, a new life with God. As you need to take note of this small step, the small step of faith, you will be blessed 
with the exciting journey before you. All you need to do is even to be seen through your baptism. That you take this small step in God, you will see the transformation altogether. And let me also, in conclusion, share with you this lovely, challenging, true story. I read about this story through the book I come across by Dr. David Jeremiah. His book is Overcomer. As you know, uh, Dr. David Jeremiah is a very uh, great preacher. Uh, you can hear him on the tape too. In this story, <coughs> excuse me, it happened, say, during World War II, that when the Americans were fighting with the Japanese, this took place in Okinawa, at the place at the point is called Hacksaw Ridge. It has made into a movie in 2016. According to the story, this battle took place in April the 1st, 1945 to June 22nd, 1945. It was the last major battle for World War II and one of the bloodiest war. And it was said in April the 1st, more than 180,000 American troops descended on the Pacific island of Okinawa for a final push towards Japan. The Americans fought well, it is better, and they were all heroic, but there was one soldier stood among them, and his name was Corporal Desmond Doss. Desmond Doss. What happened was, at the battle went on, in a very intensive manner, soldiers were dying by the hundred, and so the order was given to retreat. But Desmond, the Corporal, refused, and not only refused to retreat, but as a medic uh, went on to rescue those wounded American soldiers under heavy bombardment by the enemy. It was said that he went in forth to the battleground to rescue those wounded single-handedly by himself. This was done when artillery gun bombs or gunfires were everywhere. That in spite of such a war zone, he managed to rescue the men on the basis of one after the other. And when the war was ended, it was noted he has rescued 75 men. 75 men. Now with this heroic act, that's when the courageous soldiers were awarded the Medal of Honor by the President of America. But I might also tell you this, that during his recruitment time, Desmond was not considered to be the soldier type. 
simply because he refused to carry arms. He was a deeply uh, religious person, refused to carry arms, but at the same time he felt there was a call to serve in the army, more to save lives than to kill lives. In fact, during his training time, it was very tough for him. His fellow soldiers, they mocked him, ridiculed and criticized of his faith in God, so much so that his immediate surgeon, uh, sergeant wanted to charge him under the martial law for not taking arm. And even there was a recommendation that he to be discharged from the army. They felt he was a coward and detrimental to the unit. Well, no one could imagine after the war, he could receive the medal of honor in the real war situation. No one would believe that. But then after the war, one day his commanding officer brought him the precious Bible he lost during the early fighting. By now the Bible looked a bit uh, old and worn out with mud all over. The corporal Doss or Desmond was informed that every man in the company or utilize to look for that Bible for him. And those were the soldiers that he had ridiculed him, mocked him before. But he was so willing to go back to the better ground to look for his Bible. And he found it. And years later, Dawes was asked how he found the strength to continue the night. His answer was simple. This time, he finished lowering another man to the safety down the cliff. He prayed, Lord, help me to get one more. He prayed, Lord, help me to get one more. Well, beloved, God's kingdom is here. God's kingdom showed up. God had manifested in such a way that a life situation that someone was willing to risk his life to save others. And this was seen in the life of Desmond Doss. And I believe a man or even a woman who lives under the rule of God, the reign of God is his life, he or she will prepare to face hardship, criticism of his faith, and willing to take the test and honor God together. This can be seen in the corporal Desmond Doss himself. So, beloved, not sure about you, but we know many of us in a hard time now facing an unknown future which is still very challenging 
question is, is your, is your faith strong enough to face such situation? The Bible says even if you are facing such a great obstacle, like a mountain type, but if you place your faith just like the seed of the mustard seed, you can move mountain. Not because you move, but God is helping us to move it. So I pray that you will continue to stay in the faith and put your trust in God. And you never know, you can also see a weakness miracle happen to you. But not to forget to give God the glory. Amen. But in conclusion, <clears throat> we realize from these teaching examples given, we learn truly the kingdom way can be small and silent, yet it can be substantial and significant, significant for us. To God be the glory. Amen. And let us pray. God our Father, we thank you for this meditation. We thank you for your word coming to us that is so powerful that our faith can be remain small, small like the mustard seed, but yet we believe to you and in you we can move mountain and the kingdom of God continue to grow in our midst. So we pray for all the dear ones who have just heard your word. They will continue to remember you and give you the glory. In Jesus' loving name we pray. Amen.